You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Top of the hour. We get some angles for the Genesis. Tiger back out there in L.A. this weekend. That's coming up. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Alongside Jim Rodriguez, I'm Chris Mack. Aaron and Joe off this week and next, recovering from Super Bowl 58. Uh, And we've got to get lightning bets for you, too, before we wrap things up. Did all right. We came out, I think we came out on the plus side of things last night. As long as I remember to stay away from college hoops, I think we might be okay tonight. But the NBA All-Star break is right around the corner from MSG Network and the Action Network, the No Catch-Up pod. We bring in... Sean Little. Sean, good morning. I know you're getting ready. You're gearing up to head to Indy for All-Star Weekend. But before we get to that, before we get to maybe like some some three-point contest plays or anything like that, just thoughts on the second half and all of that, the NBA gods gifted us the story this morning at like a quarter to eight <laughs> on a slow news day. The, the, the wonderful joy of well, the Warriors actually called the Lakers about LeBron on deadline day. Um, what's your thought on it? Like, my immediate thought is, okay, good on you, Golden State, for at least making the call and trying to make the move. But then yeah. this kind of opens Pandora's box for the offseason as well for when LeBron, I imagine, will decline the player option and decide to, uh, I don't know, see where his talents take him this summer. Yeah, I I did the the shrug chuckle when I first saw the report come over. The first thing I thought of is the Warriors have been puffing their chest. Draymond Green has been on his podcast puffing his chest about how we're good over here. We have enough. We're not the old guys trying to, you know, add. We could still get it done with our four in Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Steve Kerr. Those guys can get it done. You add a little Kaminga. We'll be right there in the mix, no problem. This shows that, to me, even though they've turned the corner here and played a lot better recently, that they know they don't have enough to actually push for the Western Conference Finals and potentially to get to the finals and win a title. That's what it means to me. LeBron's new name when he comes up on a slow news day, as you said it, Mac, is just a reminder that LeBron James and co., they like their name to be in the news regardless. Anytime his name comes up when it's slow or it's not, the, the the current news cycle isn't around LeBron James. doesn't surprise me when his name pops up all of a sudden about a different team, a different, even him, him giving out football picks. It doesn't matter. If LeBron isn't in the cycle, he wants to be in the cycle. But first thing was the Warriors know they don't have enough. And if LeBron went to Golden State, that would have been a story to tell. 
No, that that would have been wild. Yeah. So we we kind of broke down the Pacific Division uh, in the, in the first hour, Sean. And 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 what gets me is first of all, it's the only division where every team, all five teams, are over five hundred. That what what jumps out at me from a sports investor is that I see the Suns eighteen to one over a bet MGM to win the division. Four back of the Clippers. I grew up in L.A. I don't have any faith in the Clippers at all, <laughs> ever. I don't care who's on there. Hey, would you jump on some of that, 18-1, to 1, the Suns, to win the division four games out? The division is tough. First of all, that division is loaded. Who are we talking about? Minnesota, the Thunder, the Clips, Nugs, Suns, and Pelicans. Those are some of the best teams in the league. Forget about the division and in the West. It's all about how much a team cares about the regular season. Now, we had Brad Beal go down last night against the Kings. He ended up exiting with a hamstring. He had been, he's been dealing with a plethora of injuries. He can't seem to stay on the floor. So the Suns, I tend to, to shy away from because Brad Beal can't stay on the floor. And I'm not exactly sure how much they try to push to actually win something like the division. That's not going to be on their mind. I like betting on teams and backing teams that have some type of motivation for what they're going after. And I don't think the Suns are thinking about the division. So I would avoid something there. And also, they have to get through a lot of teams I just laid out. So I would stay away from stuff like the division. But you could start looking at them for potentially the Western Conference if you believe that they have really started to put it together. But something tells me, against a physical team like the Timberwolves or even a young, fresh, physical team like the Thunder, if they solidify that starting five they want to run in the playoffs, they could be really interesting. But let's get out of the, the all-star break and start inching closer to the playoffs, and I think you'll really, really start seeing the true colors of some teams here. There's still some question marks out that I'm looking forward to getting answers are coming out of the break. It's interesting you bring up the T-Wolves and OKC because yesterday, like we're going division by division, day by day to kind of catch people up now that the Super Bowl is in the rearview mirror on what's going on in the NBA. And yesterday we did the Northwest. And I think J-Rod and I both agree there's potential there outside of Denver, right? Like Minnesota, Edwards and Towns, they have their one-two. And then OKC will make some noise this spring. It's just a matter of how much that lack of experience gets exploited by more veteran teams. So I'm curious. And they go out and add Hayward at the deadline. So maybe that's something, especially if, if he's healthy enough down the stretch to really give them minutes and add something veteran, some veteran savvy to the mix. But when you look at the Pacific, it lines up as a bunch of big name teams and everybody goes, Oh, I know that guy and that guy. And Oh, and Sabonis and Sacramento. And, and you're right. It's the deepest division top to bottom in the league. But then you go to the Northwest and you go, okay, Minnesota, a chance to maybe do something, make more noise than last year, and OKC. How deep do you think the Thunder can go this year? I truly believe the Thunder have a Western Conference final run in them. They have SGA, who's a legitimate MVP candidate. He's second behind Jokic in the standings. But also, he is a the real deal. Like 32, 6-6. Six He's making everyone around him better. Chet Holmgren, they have an anchor down low. The addition of Gordon Hayward is very interesting to me because if he can get right and get on the floor and get acclimated in time for the playoffs, he can make some real noise for them. He's a veteran presence that can score and can communicate on defense. Now, we talk about uh, SGA all the time. He's amazing. Jalen Williams, 
J-Dub, as they call him, is one of the best fourth quarter players in the NBA on the offensive side. He has the support for SGA when he does need it. If they can get Gordon Hayward acclimated, Lou Dort can can take some pressure defensively off of SGA when it comes to, to playing D in the playoffs against one of the better wings in the league. I really like the Thunder. They play defense. They're young. They get up for each and every game. And then they have guys off the bench that could potentially make some moves. Depending on the night, Josh Giddy could come off the bench, can start. The Thunder are very interesting. I think they could really make a run to the Western Conference Finals. But the Western Conference in itself is going to be very fun to watch. It's going to depend a lot on matchups and who these teams end up playing. I really like the Clippers. Who are they going to play? The seedings are going to be very important when it comes to the West. So I'm looking forward to that. On the other side, in the East, I think the first thing that – I'm going to be narrative better. So the minute I see Doc Rivers leave the booth, go to the Bucks, <laughs> boom, they lose six out of nine. Tough, tough loss last night against the depleted Heat team. I know it was back-to-back from Milwaukee. Yeah. Has your opinion of the Bucks changed, or is this is just nine games out of 82? I don't know. I, it's hard for me to trust Doc. I, I love him. I'd, I'd have drinks with him. I'd have dinner with him. I'd, I, but as a coach – Ooh, scary times. Yeah. I And it's let's be clear here about Doc. It's warranted. It's, this, these, these feelings aren't coming from, from nowhere, right? So they are warranted when it comes to Doc and can he get it done. And we know the history of blowing leads in the playoffs and, that's, and that sort of thing. But, and I was on the call last night on the NBA bet stream for Bucks Heat, and they got, the Bucks got their doors blown off from the tip. Jovic had a career night. Um, Bam Adebayo had a uh, triple-double. Kevin Love looked like he was 25 years old. They just weren't ready. They came off the really big win off the Nuggets and then showed up on the back-to-back as flat as you could be. So the one thing that the Doc was brought in to handle was the defensive side of the ball. And they have improved. Prior to last night, they were giving up almost – they were since Doc had come into the fold, they had, they had moved all the way to number eight on defensive rating in that seven eight game span since Doc came in. Before that, they were down in the twenties under Adrian Griffin. So he came in to fix the defense, give the defense identity, and have the, have a plan on that side of the ball. And that has been working, but the offense has fallen off a cliff in a lot of those games since he's come back. So the defensive the the structure is being installed. I think it's still really early. But last night was not encouraging. The offense will tend to pick up. One thing that not many people are talking about, and he's skating by a little bit, purely on his name, is Dan Lillard on the offensive side. He has been really spotty all season long. For whatever reason, him and Giannis don't want to run the pick and roll. Giannis doesn't want to set picks for someone else. He wants to be the guy to get the ball and get going. But... You have to, you're going to have to cater to Dame a little bit at some point because if you go through and look at the numbers, he had, he had a month in January where he shot below 40% from three. He's had a couple games where he's in the 30% from the floor. Just very, really spotty offense from Dame Lillard. And that wasn't what you were expecting when you, when you signed, when you went and got Dame to come over to Milwaukee. So Dame needs to get right on offense and then that offense will start to pick up, but the defense will be there because that's what Doc does and what he came in to do. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, another shaky night for Dame last night as well. Sean Little, MSG Network and the Action Network with us here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. What about the Heat? We mentioned this earlier, um, since we're talking about last night's game. I mean, they got the same odds to win their conference and the title as the Lakers. And we just shook our heads at that and went, come on, come on now. You know what the Heat do. The Heat will just sit there and lay in the weeds, and they'll be a play-in team, and then they'll get hot. They'll do what they did last year. Spolster will turn the defense up from 10 on a scale of 1 to 10 to, like, 15. Nobody – they'll be holding teams under 80. Um, Is is it a a good value right now to jump in on the Heat? Yeah, it depends on what you're looking at here. Speaking of divisions, as we were talking about the Pacific – their division, they're right around plus 110, plus 105 to win the division, and they have to worry about Orlando and Atlanta. Now, we know they've beat up on Atlanta over the years and, and been able to hold them off to win the division. This year, they're now competing with Orlando, who has been playing really good basketball. That is probably the, the best bet on the board right now if you want to try to back the Miami Heat. You could bet them to win the division just over – even money at plus 105, plus 110, depending on where you're looking. That's the most intriguing bet for me right now for Miami. But listen, I I counted them out last year. I said, there's no way this team. And as they started to go through the playoffs, I said, there's of course, there's no way they knock off Milwaukee. We saw Giannis take a couple games off, not take the Miami Heat seriously at all. And they smacked him in the mouth. Jimmy Butler absolutely cooked Drew Holiday. Cooked. Drew Holiday, one of the best defenders, perimeter defenders in the NBA. They beat Milwaukee. I'm thinking, okay, that's, the you know, Giannis didn't take those guys seriously. Jimmy Butler had one of the best series in, in the playoffs we've seen in the last decade. There's no way they're going to continue to roll. Everybody they saw, they rolled through the East and, of course, went to the finals. So it's hard to, to count those guys out, especially when, you know, they add scary Terry Rozier. They add Jovic, who played unbelievable last night. If he might, he might have played himself into quite a few more minutes. Duncan Robinson is playing some of the best ball he's playing. He's actually talking trash on the floor, which is something I've never seen from Duncan Robinson. He's playing really well. So of course, you can't count out the Miami Heat, but I can't see them making a deep run. But I couldn't see them making a deep run last year. So stay tuned on on where they finish. Interesting heat or finish up the first half in Philly, in Philly tonight. We'll see how, how the back-to-back works for them. All right, we can't let you get out of here. All-Star Weekend is here in the NBA. It's, gonna, it's coming up. One of the best low-key great towns in Indianapolis. How are we betting the – the what, what are our bets for All-Star Weekend? MVP, dunk, three-point. What, what should we be looking for? <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't uh, dove into the game yet and, and tried to break that down, but – the West is loaded. We talked about all the guys in Jokic and SGA. Two of the top MVP candidates are on, on one side. Remember, it's not the draft anymore. It's back to East and West, the pure, the the old school way to do it. So the best scoring in the NBA is happening right now. So I, I would, I'm would i going to try to look at a, the, the total and try to see if I can find an over 
and then that's the that's the funnest thing to bet in the in the NBA All Star game. Anyway, I'm not trying to take an under in the, in the NBA All Star game, and you'd you'd be uh you'd be a sad soul watching that game. But to talk about the dunk contest, Mac McClung, I've seen it at minus 150. It's tough not to back a dude that won last year. Everybody loved it. Has the narrative play? He's coming in there to dunk. That's all he does is focus on dunking. So it'd right. be hard for me to not take him, but. Jalen Brown, right behind him, is a guy that has a little bit to lose. He can embarrass himself. He's a he's an all-star guy, the top-paid player in the NBA. For him to enter his name in this contest, I believe he's going to take it very seriously. So I, I, I wouldn't mind leaning in and putting a little shekels on Jalen Brown to do something. And then when we talk about the three-point contest, I'm looking at my guy, Tyrese Halliburton. He doesn't use a lot of energy on his shot. It's a flat-footed push three-point jumper. And throughout the years, historically, those type of guys that don't use a lot of energy get through the racks, finish, and are efficient and compact with it. So I like Tyrese Halliburton. And I, and I also like – I saw my guy. You know I'm in New York. Jalen Brunson, plus 600. Yep. <laughs> he has been so good all year. So I wouldn't be shocked in his first All-Star game. He showed up and shot lights out from three. We'll see if the same refs from Houston show up for the three-point yeah. contest. That might not work <laughs> out too well for Jalen Brunson. Sean, great stuff as always. We appreciate it. We'll watch you on MSG Network. Catch him on the Action Network as well. Sean Little getting us ready for the NBA All-Star break. Total on the game, 364.5. There's your over right there. Thanks again, Sean. Coming up next, um, we lean back into Valentine's Day a bit. And some of those MLB win totals we talked about as well, we throw your way here on BetQL Daily.